I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. Talk about tanks. Thirty-one tanks. You treat this like it's an accomplishment. Thirty-one tanks is like a stocking stuffer from Santa to the jabroni Zelensky. Thirty-one tanks. Kevin, I'm proud to say I have ten thousand classified U.S. documents. <laughs> I lose your game show. <laughs> Kevin, you ever you ever work Russia for uh, the wrestling? Uh, you ever no. work over here? No. Okay. Well, you want to come? You could be my guest. Okay, I like your show. My, my, I might um, I might like to ride horses with you. That seemed like that'd be a good time. Maybe with our shirts yes. off, something like that. Yes, uh, through the countryside, um, the coastal areas of uh, northern Russia. You know, you come here. I give you what we call U.S. presidential. Package that is. No, I don't uh, want a fi- golden shower. I was going to say five five course <laughs> dinner, Cuban cigars, and four <laughs> prostitutes piss on you. I'm cool. <laughs> yes. You know, Kevin, I watched a lot of wrestling in the '70s, a lot. But I also have uh, questions. Maybe you help me with this. Uh, questions about American culture from watching this. Why can't you headbutt Bobo Brazil, JYD, SD Jones, Tony Atlas, or Rocky Johnson? Why Why this is true? Uh, Another question. If you're from Fiji or Samoa, why the fuck can't you wear boots? I mean, you know, <laughs> to the fucking ring. They're not allowed to buy? And uh, these, are, these, are, these are questions that are above my, my pay grade. Mm. Maybe I'll ask my comrade Vince, find out why. Also, you know, I was thinking about this. Before Wendy Richter, why did every woman wrestler look like my tailor, Igor? I don't know. <laughs> All right, I have to take this call. This is my uh, American comrade, Donald. He wants to trade uh, two sons for six goats and a yak. I'm going to turn it down. Now, go through Heifer. You never know who's going to be here. Be Unbelievable! You never Are know they... who's going to be here. <laughs> our, our, our call, our, our fucking—it's just unbelievable. Yeah, we keep that feed open, and you never know who the hell's going to show up. Click we, this. Speaking, speaking about the game show, though, we, we had a loser. We had, <laughs> we a, had loser. a loser this yes, week. Yes, they they went through the FBI went through Biden's beach house, no classified documents. 
but they did do some hand. They took some uh, some handwriting, uh, some some letters that he had handwritten uh, out of his office. So we still got the seventy-two hour clause where we still might get him. The bonus round, I think you referred yeah, to. Yeah, yes, that's 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 the uh, double or nothing. Uh, click this, the Kevin Nash podcast. He's Kevin. I'm Sean. We're here with you. Did you watch? Uh, you watch some playoffs? Watch uh, yeah. NCAA AFC championship games? Yeah, got it. But, but they did such a deal on the Purdy thing, you know. Was, oh, you know, hasn't missed it down. Da, 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 da. First fucking play, Tommy John, fucking Tommy John UCL, <sighs> and now he's out. Now, I mean, that's he'll be out for the year. You got, you know. And then today, Brady said he's definitely retiring. But I'm thinking, uh, I don't know, man. It seems to me like that that they they were saying that the Purdy's like, there's no place for him in San Francisco because Purdy's going to be there. Purdy's gone now. Right. He ain't coming back. He won't he won't be throwing the ball for a while. So, Tom, boom, yeah, there it is. And that was, I mean, my it was it was part of my parlay. I had uh, Purdy to do something. I had I had him to to, to uh, mimic a JFK and back into the left. Yeah. Mm. Well, that was that. So the, the, how about the, a Super Bowl uh, pick? What, who's who's who's? Going I just I, I just like the fact you put in the four string guy and he gets a concussion. I mean, talking about just. Yeah, it wasn't in the cards. No. It, it wasn't in the cards. No. Um, I actually looked at, I think it was a October 6th tweet that I put out after watching the, the Eagles. And it said that, um, Eagles have absolutely like no weaknesses. So, um, and I still think off, offensive and defensive line I, I give to the Eagles. Um, but I mean the quarterback spot, yeah. I mean that was what, what, when did I put that on? October sixteenth. Mm. Eagles have zero weaknesses. Imagine them being in the Super Bowl. I'm like Jimmy the Greek, except not a racist. Um, but uh, yeah, this is a. It started as a pick'em. I want to think that. What's it at now? Let me see. I thought maybe maybe Kansas City plus two and a half. I'm going to open my DraftKings app and see what we are looking at here. So if it was a pick'em, what do we got here? All right, so it's a point and a half. Well, that does you a lot of goodness right in a fucking game. Point and a half is what you get when you bet baseball. Yeah, it's nothing. You get a run Why and a half. Why bother? <clears throat> so, uh, so it's a pick them. So, <sighs> the over under is fifty. That's high. Not for Super Bowl. Both the offenses are are are. are, are <sighs> Yeah, but those Jalen Hurst didn't show me much that last game. You know, he just he didn't. Uh, 
But that, have to look that, at this. That, that 49ers is – if I had to go right now, I'm, I just am not going to bet against Mahomes. Right. I was going to say, I would take that point and a half, I think. Yeah, I just – but, you know, I, they've got some they're, – they're banged up. I think everybody's banged up at this time. Yeah. Well, they get an extra so. week, so we'll see. Yeah. Those of you watching, it will be uh, it will be this week. So the li- the line for the injectable tour door will be through the window. <laughs> uh, some feedback from last week's show. Let's uh, uh, let's talk to Race Chavez plays another Monday morning with the boys. Much love, guys. Hearing Kevin mention Strongville and Cleveland Indians games makes me wonder how familiar he is with Youngstown, Ohio, and its surrounding areas. Have a good week, gentlemen. Youngstown, Ohio. Hometown of Ray Boom Boom Mancini, I believe. We used to, I think LeBron. Is it? Okay. He's an Akron boy, isn't he? LeBron's Akron. Right? Yes. Uh, Youngstown. Youngstown State, we used to wrestle there. It was one of the, I mean, just for... Uh, ambiance. They, 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 it was a gym, and it had those like lights that you, it takes like fifteen minutes to warm oh, up. Yeah. So when you when you walked in, it was like you you were there for a high school or a college basketball game. So there was no, you know, real feel. That was always a Sunday afternoon shot. You know. How many people did you put in there? I don't know. Maybe five. Forty. Forty-five. Okay, that's not. It's a, it's a mid-American. It was a, it was a mid-American conference at the time. I don't know if Youngstown State's still mid-American, but I'm going to ask you later about some venues. I had, we had a fan tweet us, and uh, that's what actually gave me the idea for the for the second segment this week about the, the shittiest venues having to work. So I pulled up your uh, your '95 your championship year there, and uh, I want to go through some venues with me, and we'll, we'll see if we yeah, can young, Youngstown, whittle down. Youngstown and Val Priazzo was. Both the same thing, those those kind of same deals with the. I mean, the the people were good, but just the, the fucking the feel was the shits. Gotcha, Daddy Vader. I'm sorry, Leonard Lorenz. Let's do Leonard. Love you guys. Uh, keep it up. Your videos keep me going when times are tough. I love Corny and Eric's podcast, but you guys have become my favorite. Such chill vibes and great stories. Thank you. We just went over Corny and Eric in a. Very lopsided tag team match. I could have probably taken Corny. Uh, I don't. You would have had to tie up Eric for, for the submission or the pin. Daddy Vader. Last week you talked about discipline and getting punished by your parents. Wanted to say my grandma smacked me across the face at Disneyland and knocked two teeth out. Learned my lesson and got Mickey ears to shut the fuck up. Love you, Nash. <laughs> Enjoy the laugh. How about uh, getting two fucking teeth knocked out at Disney? That's something you don't come back from as a kid. That's a memory uh, that you're keeping. No, that's one of those deals for fucking it, it, th- three years later when it when on su- on Sunday night when the Wild World the the Disney comes on and t- Tinkerbell ma- does the thing over the ma- Magic Kingdom and the fireworks go off. You're underneath the couch. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not Trigger City. Shot. Yeah. How about the fucking stiff that the grandmother had to knock fucking teeth out for she had an to open go, hand? She had to go backhand. That's yeah. a that's a that's a knuckle job. Or brass knucks. Oh or rings or something. Yeah. 
Uh, pseudonym. Uh, hey, fellas. Love the podcast every week while I'm working my 9 to 5. Right now, I'm listening to Kev talking about tanks with a great amount of insight. Kevin, may I suggest a movie for you? Watch The Pentagon Wars, starring Carrie Elways and Kelsey Grammer. It gets into the minutia of bureaucracy inside the Pentagon surrounding the Bradley fighting vehicle. It's a comedy, something that might be up your alley. Great podcast. You have a listener for life. You ever hear of it? Pentagon Wars? No, I, ha- no, I haven't, but I'll, have to, I'll, I'll, definitely, I'll definitely watch it. I remember they, 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 somebody told I was I was reading a couple of comments. Somebody said that they t- the Bradleys took out more tanks than the Abrams did. I, I think we made it a point that the Warthogs took out 90% of the tanks, and whatever was left was left. And I, I don't think that the, the, the Bradleys firing toes knocked out any more than... I mean, there was one tank battle that uh, an Abrams took out nine uh, Russian tanks in, in, in one battle. So it's like... Hmm. I, didn't know, I didn't realize this, that the, the Ukrainians have T-62... Maybe sixty fours, so it's before the T seventy two, and there's they're they're smaller, more nimble, but they have a, a higher firing firing rate, so they can fire quicker. So what they did in the early the first uh, two battles they had with the uh, with the Russians was they would get inside close quarters, like in in the woods, and outmaneuver them. And then could with 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 their uh, ability to uh, to fire so many more rounds than the Russian tanks could could actually uh, you know blow them up. Thus, the pictures we see on the news of the rusted Russian tanks right. lying in heaps. So I guess they're getting ready for another big offensive. Russia, what we hear. Yeah. That's what we yeah. hear. They've and they've said it. So yeah. Um, now, do you your knowledge, your tank knowledge, and all that is that is that just from being in the service, or do you read up like now? Do you read books about military and war and stuff? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a yeah, I love that. Okay, yeah, like I watched the uh, I think it's Netflix has a three or four part series on the tanks. You know, like I, I'll watch. I'll watch anything on it. Any channel that's got some war shit on it, I'll watch. Okay. Not that I'm some, like, warmonger or anything. I just think it's... Uh, I like I like strategy, you know? Mm-hmm. I like, you know, the, the... I've read, like, Patton's books. I've read Rommel's books. Uh, you know, I've just... I've read different generals' books that just, you know... I read Read Jimmy book. Johnson's book right now. Great book about strategy, yeah. by the way. Jimmy Johnson's R- swagger. Pat Riley. Pat Riley's was a good book. Which one, Winter Within or? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I remember that. That was like in the nineties. Um. So the Pentagon Wars. Thank you for the suggestion, uh, Kevin's. That's going to be Kevin's uh, early evening viewing at about midnight tonight. I gotta take my wife. My wife's gonna get eye surgery tomorrow, so I gotta I gotta have her there at seven fifteen. Fuck. So you'll just stay up. You called me at seven fifteen yesterday, and you just you were like, oh. thinking about hitting bed in a few minutes. Wanted to tell you something first. <laughs> Bedtime story seven fifteen. Um, is she okay? The eye surgery? Is it? Uh, oh yeah, no. It's we, we both have. I, I had cataract surgery last year. 
Okay. And um, she was starting to get a little cloudy, and I just said, just go get the retractive lens surgery. Both your eyes will be twenty twenty. Throw those fucking glasses away. That's the laser on. deal, right? The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Uh, John Burgoyne. Sean, do you have any interesting stories to share about busting shoplifters? Anyone take into a room out back and have their fingers smashed with a hammer a la casino? Please share. So, of course, there's stories. Uh, not Nothing like that. Like the guys that we got and arrested, and they let us handle that with the police. But the characters I worked for... Um, so I, I, I can't, I'm not going to do the name thing, but all right. There's a judge. I wanted to tell one story that I'll give you. There was a judge. He has since passed. Mm-hmm. He was probably 65 or 70 back then. So the first time I have to go in a courtroom to represent my boss's chain of supermarkets, I go and I, I step up, um, and this judge, a very a character, very animated. Like I had to watch like three people go before him before it was our turn and it would be like he'd sit there like this and someone would read the charges like uh so-and-so a destroying property you go jesus christ what did you do that for he's like screaming at them real character so he was actually attacked at a pizzeria hit with a chair by somebody i guess somebody he sentenced to a term the person didn't like anyway so this judge now i step up and he goes uh he looks at me he goes you need to call I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I'm like, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm just here for the uh, the name of the chain. He's like, yeah, but did you, you know, did you? It's like, I don't know what he's talking about. So the, uh, the, the, the prosecutor calls me over and he says, go call so-and-so. This is one of the supervisors of the supermarket chain. I said, well, where? This was the pre-cell phone era. So the judge goes, use my chambers. Go use the phone. Tell me what he says. So I go and I call this district manager type. And uh, I said, Don, I, I'm, at, I'm in judge, uh, the judge's court. He said, yeah, tell him to give him blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, tell the judge? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right. So apparently you're supposed to call my boss beforehand. To find out what the judge is supposed to sentence the person to that just stole from him. So I come out. The judge is standing there waiting for me. He goes, what did he say? Who'd you talk to? I said, I talked to Don. And he said, um, 
whatever the hell it was. He goes, okay. He turns around. Now everyone can hear this. This it's it's like a sham. Everyone can hear this. This was not a private sidebar conversation. He turns around. He looks at this fucking guy and sentences him to exactly what I just said when I walked out of the judges' chambers after being on the phone. True story. That's what it was like working for those guys. Nothing like a little northeastern justice. Nothing like a little northeast justice. Um. What power? I could have come out and said that uh, Don said anything. Yeah. <laughs> Electric chair. <laughs> exactly. <All> Firing right. <laughs> squad. <laughs> right on Bergen Line Avenue. Um, the Batman Now says, uh, Ha ha, please keep the Ask Sexy segment. It's Dear Sexy. Please, get it right. As a Florida man who recently relocated to New England, um, I get too depressed and confused. Oh, it's N-E, so it could be Nebraska. Florida man may be relocated to Nebraska. I get too depressed and confused. Oh, no, that would be that would be north and south. Maybe that's what he's going for. Ha ha. For real tough. For real. For real, though. Golden stuff from you all. Keep up the great work. Thank you, the Batman. I like the one some guy said, uh, uh, so it's, uh, you Nassers joined the rest of the has-beens. Oh. <laughs> Talking about, you know, like, da, 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 da. I think to myself, like, yeah. So, number one jackass, his name was G. He just put J down. I said, I, I, I sent him a, a text back. Uh, I, I actually replied to him. I said, I said number one, I said, I, I sit in my condo and I get paid. I said, that's number one. I said, number two, I said, uh, I'd rather be a has been than an ever been. But then again, you know that. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, really, man? Like, you think that that affects me? So. I don't know why you even sell it, man. Oh, I'm not selling it. I just wanted to tell him to go fuck himself on this. (laughs) (laughs) Robert Abishola. Another thing that makes this podcast stand out from others is the detailed timestamps. Right, so there you go. Uh, most podcasts don't use them because they are worried most people will skip over the commercials. If the hosts are as talented and funny like Sean and Kevin, you want to watch the ad reads too. Meltzer would rate this podcast five stars, six if it was in Japanese. <laughs> exactly. Well done. Did you watch Raw? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Were you paid to watch Raw? <laughs> No, I, I, I watched Raw. Um, I didn't. I didn't watch the Rumble because that was. I would have gotten beaten by my wife. But um, everyone put it over that that I talked to or that I read. Yeah, I think. I mean, that people like the Rumble. What? what somebody. Uh, what, what was the guy that came out? Uh, Oh, he was he was Santos was, came out. Oh no, well, no, no, it's Gunter, right? Gunter was the guy that was left with Cody. Oh, the final, yeah, yeah, wasn't that? And Cody came out number Walter, uh, Walter, Walter, Gunter, Walter. I'm sorry, but but um, somebody said on, on one of the comments, he said, "I'd like to see Nash sell one of his chops." Well, obviously you didn't listen to the show because I don't fucking sell chops and I don't fucking let you fucking chop me. So you would have chopped my forearm. I'm sure that would have felt fucking good across. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, no. I ain't doing that. I saw uh, it was an NWA clip and it was um, 
Masters was fighting um, Murdoch. And they do kind of this cool thing where they, they throw a punch and then follow it with a chop, throw a punch, follow it with a chop. That actually looked like, I watched that and I was just like, okay, I can live with that. I can live with, the, I can live with that because you're selling the punch and the chop is just like getting another blow in. So that made sense to me. So Masters and, and Murdoch, kudos. I thought that was a, a, a nice little piece of work. What am I looking at here? Yeah, that was. If we, if we could get to, if we could get to the where they're chopping and punching, and, but see if you can, can, can. Can we use that, Steve? Probably not, right? I don't know. Can you we blur it? The, can you blur it? Maybe. No, you just if we can after get the just, fact. If we could just get to the point where they're just doing that little exchange. Thank you, sir. So the rumble, yeah, I think people do kind of dig the rumble as far as the as yeah. far as the gimmick matches go. And uh, now, what about sending Cody out? What number did he go? He, he thirty. It was a thirty. I couldn't remember if it was twenty. Which I okay. think that seeing as a baby face, fuck man, you're coming back from an injury, and Walter Walter's won. He's been out through the whole fucking time. He goes through all these guys, and then it's you know because that gives that that guy cut a promo saying. You know, you're the fucking golden boy. You know, you came out 30th. They're pushing you. And look at that. You had to go 15 minutes to win. He, you know, so they, they do set themselves up for that, uh, you know, that situation. Right. Um, what about the main What about the main event for WrestleMania? Um, we were talking a little bit uh, before the show. And, uh, uh, you know, it's four months. Yeah. Or well, three, three, like three and a three and a week, or whatever. February, it's February. months. You got You got to. You got to carry. No, this I, I, it's it's, it's two months. It's two months. In, in, in March. Is it the end of March? Okay. In March first. Okay. I mean, okay. for, in March for, first of April. I, I know that I'm 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 going out there the last two days of March. So, um, Let's see if Walter will chop me. So, uh, so. Rhodes goes over Gunther, and so now he's he's going to earn himself uh, the championship match at, what are we, up to 39 now? WrestleMania 39? Holy fuck. Shit makes me feel old. This is like Super Bowl 92 or something. But um, so how do, how do you do this over two months? This is always the thing about booking that fascinated me, the patience. Keeping, keeping the heat, right, for the fans – but not giving away the farm. One of the things that I thought was actually very brilliant was to put the elimination chamber in between so the matches that they had on Monday night were to qualify for the elimination chamber. So they didn't just have a bunch of matches following it. They had, like, the matches were to get into the elimination chamber. The elimination chamber gets that last spot at WrestleMania. So it still gives Seth, it gives, you know, I mean, you still get a prestigious, you know, upper, upper tier match out of that. Now, you know, I, I'm not, I, I hate to fucking toot my horn. I really do. But I have had, someone's got to do it. 
I've, I've, I've had a good career, and I, 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 I don't know this for a fact, um, but I was in the first elimination chamber in Phoenix, and I'm quite sure I was the first person eliminated. So I'm going to go down on records as the first person ever eliminated in an elimination chamber match. So to, to me, when this you going to be back, on Jeopardy someday, this well, is when a major trip. Yeah, when you look back at it, it's what it is. It it's an elimination chamber. Well, it was the first one. I fucking thought you should get eliminated because it's an elimination chamber. I thought I won the thing. I find out no, you got to stay in it. Like, why would you call it an elimination chamber if you've got to stay in and I got out of it? You didn't have any documents either, so you just lost it. Is it just me, or do I feel like I'm under fucking trial for that whole Rust uh, movie, The Way I'm Looking Today? You have a little bit. I got a a Baldwin thing going today, don't I? You know, any, any actor that was ever handed a fucking gun that was told it was cold and had to use it in a film should be hot pissed and very vocal about this. My whole thing is this. They said, well, you, he, he, um, didn't go to the, uh, whatever the fucking, the seminar on, on, on pro. Well, the, 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 the fucking bitch that gave the seminars, the one that's got live ammo on set. So, okay. You, you probably stop shooting somebody else by going to that motherfucking thing. And then there's, he was like, there is no it, gun safety clinic that could ever happen if where, you don't have where a, if there's a live round in a gun. What the fuck? And then they're saying they're saying, well, he's got his hand on the trigger. And you you're showing a close up of him with his hand on the trigger. I don't know if that's the, the if he was told to shoot directly at the fucking camera, it's I'm sorry. Like I, I've said it before. Who's this prosecutor? <coughs> Who's this prosecutor? What's that story? I want to know oh, who this is. Uh, oh, okay. Gee, uh, what what did Baldwin do for three years on Saturday Night Live? I, I was going to say I, this is a, this I, is Saturday Night Live bullshit. Yeah, just it, it, the, the statement I heard, like no one's above the law. Yeah, what the fuck? He was handed a gun and told it was called a prop gun in a western. I have never been on a fucking set where fucking. Uh, okay, everybody, let's, uh, check our ammo now. That motherfucker that stabbed me, you know, I got stabbed by that, that knife. Nobody checked that motherfucker. That is, and I don't put that on Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane was, was, was handed right that knife and he stabbed me with it and it was supposed to, you know, retract and it didn't. So, yeah, and I blame that fat bitch. On Rust for, for for that too, and I, I blame. I also blame um, Spectrum Cable. You're a little, you're a little fuzzy, you're a little choppy tonight, Kevin. I have to tell you, you're gonna have to, you have to make a call like I did to the cable. No, but, but you know what? I, I wasn't as fit as I am now, and and I can I can thank <laughs> Fitbod for that. And maybe that's why they they weren't the the hot moms weren't moving into my neighborhood. They uh, they had heard that uh, I was there. There it is. There's the app. I love that app. The interface is is so simple. Um, this this was not a New Year's resolution for me. Okay, this I I, I downloaded this. I started using this. I have my. Uh, if I showed you the other side of the studio here, the uh, the the 
goddamn machine is right here. I even have a treadmill here. And um, so I wanted something. I didn't want the gym membership again. This is a pain in the ass to me, getting driving to the gym. You could certainly do that. But I wanted to use the equipment I had here. I put it into this app, the FitBod app, and it created a workout for me. I put in what I wanted from it, what I expected. It tracks my progress. It changes. It's an intelligent design that way, okay? FitBod's algorithm changes. It updates my fitness plan, and it can do the same for you if you want to look like me. Okay, this is what you're going to do. All right. And uh, the the great thing about it is the cost. This is ridiculous. Okay, you're, you're going to get 25 percent off from us. And I'm going to tell you how to do that in a couple of seconds here. But uh, like the cost of a full year of FitBod, the app is less than a single session with a personal trainer. Okay. And I also don't want a personal trainer standing there to, judging me. This is the perfect way to do it for me, okay? And I think it's going to be for you as well. The app switches up your exercises to avoid overtraining and burnout. It keeps it fresh and keeps it doable for folks like me and you, okay? Change is based on your personal progress for maximized results. Here's what I want you to do. Fitbod.me. Fitbod, F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Click, K-L-I-Q. Okay, you're going to get 25% off your subscription. Go try it. Fitbod.me slash click. Tell us your stories. Show us your videos. And uh, look, learn how to do movements the right way. Movements are an important part of this. Kevin will tell you that, okay, whether you're pumping iron or whatever. Movement, uh, turning your wrists the right way, you know, just these are important things. 1,400 HD demonstration videos in this app okay you want to talk about technique that's how you're going to get it fitbod.me slash click thank you fitbod for joining the revolution here you you are lit up i I felt i was too red i went to the doctor because i thought my head was too red the other day the head on my shoulder oh by the way yeah i wanted to clarify well, blue chew, too much blue chew, took three packs no I, I, i i i'm concerned about my blood pressure i have to say that One's head shouldn't be too red. Go to your, when you, how often do you get a physical? How often do oh, you get your blood sense. done? Do this. Don't be that guy. Don't I'm going to do I'll do it now. I, Jesus. I went I've to, always I went to the been doctor. healthy. I went to the doctor yesterday. You know what my blood pressure was? 121 over 70. That's great. Fuck yeah. Man. I'm not, yeah. I went, to the, I went to the fucking doctor yesterday to make sure that I was going to live a long life. TMZ. No wellness calls needed when you so, do that kind t- of stuff. T- t- TMZ, gargle my balls on your way down my shaft. <laughs> Did you see the story about three Detroit rappers? Yeah, that are missing? I'm missing. Let me bring this up here for a second. So, 10 days. Okay. Multiple agencies are now looking for them. Okay. After a performance was canceled okay so uh they are uh they were supposed to perform at a club in detroit on the 21st and uh the quote from the law enforcement official of the major crimes unit said it's our understanding the performance got canceled and from there we just have a whole lot of unanswered questions we're trying to find out mother of one of the victims the next day made a report uh for the missing person um they searched her vehicle through uh for through onstar right 
So the mom finds the car in Warren, Michigan. Now, where is this in relation to Detroit, Kevin? It's suburban. So, like, what, within a half hour? Within oh, a... yeah, yeah. All right. And uh, and that's it. Just off the face of the earth. Three rappers. So if anyone out there has seen them, please contact authorities. Never heard of them. I wasn't, I, I wasn't, uh, wasn't necessarily a fan of their music, I guess, but it uh, just struck me. Um, Memphis Ugh. this past week and uh, Tyree Nichols but I think that the city of Memphis needs to be commended for a few things in the handling of this first of all body camera footage remember when this stuff would go down and they'd say well we're conducting an internal investigation which would go on for like 11 weeks, right? With body camera footage now on police officers, the investigation's very simple. You watch the fucking footage, and then you see what happened. So seven officers have been uh, relieved, right? My my thing is, though, do we get the proper picture of what really went down if we don't have the eye in the sky video number four off the telephone pole because they kept saying get your hands behind your back get your hands behind your back on the body cam and when it coincided with the um telephone pole his hands were behind his back cuffed and they were punching him in the head so which you wouldn't have seen on the on the body cam footage because you're tussling with someone on the floor absolutely so i mean it's just like and the thing is, too, like every one of those guys, they showed their mug shot. It seemed like they were all like six two. Mm. Like that, there was. I mean, you know, Sharpton at his funeral said, you know, five blocks from here, you know, they shot Martin Luther King dead, mm. and basically five blocks from there is where they beat a black. They beat that black man to death. And that's that's just so fucked up. What was it? What was the number we 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 talked about before the show? How how many people the the police killed? Eleven hundred and thirty-two. Eleven hundred seventy-six, I think, was the number. Eleven hundred. So three three people a, a day are being killed by our police officers. Now, granted, you know there was the kid in fucking Target two days ago that they right, had to, right. I mean, there's. On top of all that, there's nobody that's got a fucking worse job in the world unless you teach sixth graders besides a cop. I thought you were going to say someone at Target, stocking shelves at Target. No, you mean the cops. Yeah, the the cops have the worst job on earth. And if you're worried about uh, it's broken and it's this and it's that, well... Are you really going to fucking get up in the morning and put body armor on and grab a 9 millimeter and do all this shit and make 50 grand an hour? I mean 50 grand a year? Yeah. Well, like, you know what I mean? Like you got to you, you got to jack up the the teachers pri- uh, salaries. You got to jack up our police and fire. All first responders should be paid more and 
they were talking. No one wants to pay the taxes. To right, but they that. were right, you know municipal what? taxes. The, the, you might, but most people uh, don't. I, when I was a kid, the police used to sell fucking candy bars. You know, whatever you got to do to get more money. Mm. But uh, they were saying, like, s- some countries, like in Norway, you've got like a year. You know that you have to be trained before you become a police officer. And in most most areas in the United States, it's you know twelve, sixteen weeks, and it's just watching that. Number one, it was it was a traffic stop, and you can hear in that in his voice, like what, what, what I'm 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 a, dude like I'm. I'm I'm on my back. Like, would you really go over this, man? Like, like, like he's like, what the fuck? And then on top of all that, on top of all that, the white dude tases him. He takes off, and is smart enough to to disrobe what the barbs where he's getting shocked. He he, you know, he he takes off. Well. I heard a story. I'm, I'm, I, I hate to be the, the rumor mill, but I heard a story that the gentleman that they killed was involved with one of the police officers, a girlfriend or somebody that they had had in their lives at some point. And because it sure is funny that when you watch the tape, he runs past the front of his car. <clears throat> and takes a left up that street, the next undercover charger is coming the opposite way of their cars. They send it up that road. So why would you send a car up that road when the dude clearly took a left in the road in front of you unless you knew exactly who that was and you were going right. to go get him because you know where he was going. And then somebody, then another person, and this is all rumors and bullshit. And I, I hate to be that guy, but you got to look into it. Somebody said that his brother was messed with five, six days earlier by that same group of cats and got held down and got a gun stuck to his head. A gunpoint, right? Yeah, I did see that too. Yeah, so it's just they had they had a group uh, years ago when I was living in Atlanta. I was I was I was uh, working at the Cheetah. And they were called the Red Dogs, and they worked Techwood, and all the guys were, you know, big big boys. They were police officers. It was like a unit in the uh, force. Yeah, <clears throat> drug and you know, violent crime, and mm-hmm. they had to disband them guys. Those guys were cra- cracking heads. When when you get a bunch of of dudes that are being basically chosen. Like I said, they're all six two. They, you know, they, if 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 you're gonna look like the offensive line for Philadelphia, I don't think you're getting them to de-escalate. Yeah, you know. Oh, I got it. Yeah, and that's uh, New York. Every city that has these task forces, I'll call them, and it, I guess they're they're uh, an, an informal division of uh, detectives or police officers that are sent into certain areas. Uh, to to handle a specialized uh, segment of crime. New York, it was called the, uh, they were the uh, 
uh, what was it? St- street crimes, it was called. And they, they had the, uh, that was the uh, the frisk, the uh, stop and frisk policy, which right. all they had to say was, uh, I suspect somebody has a gun. And that was license enough to, to toss them, as they say. Um, I think they've since disbanded that. I think the current mayor was talking about bringing it, bring it back in a modified uh, in modified form. But I just wanted to say something about that number 1176. And, and you said it, in, in no way are we saying that 1176 people that were killed by police officers in the United States, that they were all, uh, or, or even a, a majority, were unjustified, I'm, I'm sure. And, but that, num- that frightening number of 1176 people shot and killed by police officers in this country, you have to have the larger gun discussion, don't you? I mean, it, it always comes back to this because you mentioned the guy in Target. Yeah, that's that'll be one of those, well, that'll be in this year's data, but whoever that was last year, because there were plenty of those, that was one of that 1176, as was the, the dude, you know, beating the shit out of his girlfriend that comes to the door armed. They're dropping him, obviously. So you have to have the larger discussion about guns when you look at that 1176. In no way does it suggest that it's uh Yeah, but these five cops just beat the they beat the fuck out with their fists, their fists, a, a baton and this uh, instance and, absolutely. This and instance and, absolutely. And, 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 and they kicked How about the fucking dude that kicks him in the head twice and then fucking goes and sells his shin for the rest of the film? He kicked him so fucking hard. He kicks him the the first one he fucking lays it in. The second one's kind of a, a, a not, a, and then he fucking at, like walks around and sells the kick. Like man, I fucked my shit up. Mm. Are you kidding me? And then now they're all standing around going, "Yeah, man, he he we went for my gun. He went for my gun too. Yeah, I think he had a laser beam on him. Yeah, I had. I thought I saw a laser beam on him too." Those motherfuckers knew that their shit was fried. And then those paramedics that came, Jesus. I was just going to say, even What more, the fuck was that? Even more bizarre were the EMTs that walked up, looked down. Uh, I think they said, like, uh, like, sit up, wake up, you okay? And for, like, seven minutes or whatever the time, did eight, nothing. Eight or nine. I, and how about this? How about the fact that once you beat the fucking... Somebody to basically in a coma. Can we not maybe just at some point maybe cuff him in front so when the EMTs do get there and they have to put him on a stretcher that he's not on his rotator cuffs? I or think- you could be like those assholes that put the guy face down and and asphyxiated him. That was maybe three or four weeks ago that that, that whole thing went through. It's just like... Drop yeah. a bunch of drop a bunch of sixty IQ motherfuckers into an area, and and give them immunity and, and and see how that fucking turns out. Yeah. Interesting thing you mentioned about the uh, about the story here with the uh, girlfriend or female friend, and I hadn't heard that, but it would it would explain why five officers who really could have had this under control went went to that length especially when that was the thing i couldn't figure out when you're standing him up and i mean it looked like they were beating him into a fucking gang is what it looked like i mean it looked like a beat in 
Right. Not a beat down. Look like a beat in. Like right. Fucking like the initiation. You know, the, those the fucking hooks to the head and I mean it's just like and my son got pulled over and got fucking roughed up. You know when he was 15 years old and and I, he never recovered from that. And it's just like thank God they didn't. You know once they got his license and figured out that he was you know he had long hair and everything else. You know. Uh, Thank God they didn't. Uh, but then, then they t- they took him to the police station that didn't have juvenile facilities, and handcuffed him in a restroom to a fucking sink. Yeah, wow! Me, me and my wife go pick him up, and it's he's like, oh, he's in here. And there's nothing to worry about. He was just drinking. Oh, just drinking, as opposed to smoking smoking a bone where you guys would have pulled him over for going seven miles an hour. Like, Jesus. Handcuffed to a sink in the bathroom. Yeah, sitting on the floor. Is that in Daytona? Uh, Port Orange. Wow. That's hot shit. Well, be more of this in the news to come and more talks about reforms. And uh, I, I don't even know if it's a larger discussion about reform when you've got... I mean, we know there were reforms needed. Well, they, got, a, rid of, they got rid of the, the police chief. Yeah, but but I mean, this this isn't a training flaw. This isn't lack of training. This this, this, this is, is a violent, violent, yeah, violent society. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, yeah, it's it's what we've done is we've all taken the biggest pit bull we can, stuck it in the smallest cage, fed it as little as possible, put it on a short leash, and then when we take it out to the dog park and we let all the fucking pit bulls bulls loose and they all fucking tear each other apart we go i don't know how the fuck that happened mm-hmm. there there are things that departments can do and i think we've talked about it uh more mental health training uh there's a very good documentary on hbo i'll put it over again it's called uh ernie and joe crisis cops i actually had ernie on my solo podcast a couple of years ago i watched the documentary on hbo and i just reached out to him it was about two cops in san antonio San Antonio Police Force, and they are like they're they're beat cops, they're they're regular cops, but they have highly specialized. There you go, training in mental health disorders. So when a call comes in, instead of just sending the cavalry, these are two of the guys that respond. So they're trained how to talk and how to de-escalate. Right, that's the key: de-escalating the situations, and. Um, this happened, this documentary, um, I, I caught this documentary right after the, the George Floyd thing, and I I wanted to have one because I just thought it was such a, a great resource. There's something like 90 hours of firearm training in the police academy and like 10 in mental health and mental health crises that they would have to deal with. So just that disproportionate focus speaks volumes you know when i was when i was trained at at, at the military police academy the one thing that we spent the most time on is and it's probably one of the most volatile situations you'll ever get into as a as a police officer is a domestic yes right i mean because if you 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 the first thing you do is you go in you separate as far as possible you separate because if you start handcuffing him 
and you, you turn your back on her, she's going to stick a steak knife in you. Yeah. You're not, you're not taking her husband. It's just those things can turn, you know, it's just, it's a horrible job. Memphis is a rough, 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 rough city. Mm. And, but my whole thing is, why is the tactical, violent crime unit making a routine traffic stop? I don't have an answer. I guess. You know? They, they pulled that kid out of that car like he was on fire. Mm-hmm. He was like, what the fuck? What was the violation that they pulled him over for? Well, they said it was reckless driving. They said he was going the wrong way into traffic, yet his car was perfectly in the turn lane with the turn signal on. No dash cam of any of this reckless driving. Mm. You know, none of that shit. No, nothing to prove their, their... That's the whole thing. They fucking... They knew his car. They knew his tag. He stopped, and man... They, if once he takes that left, he's basically home. Right. So we we better jump on this shit now. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting if anything materializes along those lines. If he was targeted for a personal thing, I wonder. We shall see. We shall. You know see. what? I I I I hope that there's something at least that diabolical, and it's just not those that. Where be, because it's you know instead of police it's going to say you know pretty soon Lord of the Flies on the side of the car right well that's the thing that that it's not some diabolical uh, uh, just loss of control in society and uh, but uh, I don't know I mean what what do we root for in that it's just a lose lose it's it horrible is. it's horrible to think that over a girl you'd have five police officers who took an oath. Who are supposed to, you know, carry out their jobs and, you know, service the community that they went on a on a vendetta hunt. So I mean that even that's awful. I just can't believe that it, at some point somebody's inner being di- just didn't fucking walk, like when they were holding him up and punching him. Somebody didn't walk over. And go, what the fuck are we doing? Right, no, but like, nobody it, there goes. Okay, okay, guys. It, it's right, like right. that. Uh, it's the movie with Casualties of War, which with uh, Sean Penn. Sean Penn, yeah. And they're and they're raping that uh, Vietnamese girl, and fucking Michael J. Fox is like, "What the fuck, fucking animals?" You know, like, somebody's got to be a human. Mm-hmm. You know. Understood. Agreed. Um. But we're not going to solve the world's problems in one session here on Click This, goddammit, Kevin. So that means it's time for the stiff one of the week. We have to move forward here. And uh, our stiff one this week is uh, brought to us by our friends at Athletic Greens, AG1. A drink I enjoy every morning. A supplement I enjoy every morning. That is our partner here. I literally use it every day. started taking it. I wanted to get my... uh, I wanted to get my stomach in order here. I needed to uh, I needed to start my day right. And that's what I do. My routine is the AG1. Someone was talking about the taste I saw, one of the one of the, the comments about this. I am telling you that this tastes good. All right? So 
No debate needed. I just wouldn't mention it if it didn't, right? It's a sponsor. But it really tastes great. I look forward to having it every morning, okay? Um, Digestion issues, even just energy. um, This is a great way to start the day. When I drink this, I know I'm getting optimal nutrition first thing in the morning. One scoop of AG1 into the water, and you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to start your day right. This blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, even aging. Okay, Sustainable routines are key, and AG1 is my daily little micro habit. Makes it easy to absorb key nutrients. I'd have to pop seven pills to get all this, okay? One great tasting drink, and I am rolling. Uh, Just one scoop and a cup of water, that's it. No need for pills or anything else to supplement you. Uh, To make this easy, we want you to try this. We want you to get on board here with our friends at Athletic Greens. So we're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs uh, with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash click, K-L-I-Q. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash K-L-I-Q to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you, Athletic Greens. For the uh, for the stiff one of the week, we're going to go to Paul Anka. Remember Paul Anka? Yes. Okay. Well, somebody had a hot mic backstage after a show. And uh, Paul was a little upset with the band for not cutting off, uh, as they were supposed to, on My Way. Which, I mean, Sinatra's famous for having sung it, but it was actually written by Paul Anka. And I guess he used to do it um, in concert. And uh, so here's Paul on a hidden on a secret mic. I guess someone in the band was rolling a some device because this is old. I'm, it wasn't a cell phone. This is the ages before that. And here's uh, Paul Anka talking to the band about their cutoffs. Absolutely. All right. Now, what are we going to do about my way? When I'm walking around waiting yeah. and waiting, and I you finally give it. And where was everybody cutting off with you? I don't know. Evidently, they were watching you. Where they should have been watching. Look, but you were doing it. I did it. I did What's it going to be, guys? Who are you watching? I suggest they watch me. I'll watch you. But you were the only one to watch. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this. A pilot is in a plane and he's landing. He not only looks at his instrument, but he looks at the fucking runway to make sure it's there. What do you look at? Who are you watching? Where were you guys on the end of my way? Graham, what happened? I was late because I usually watch you on that. And uh, if, I'm not doing, if I'm not doing anything, and he throws... Do you remember the last meeting where I said, a bow of do take it and end it, except for I'm not anyone, I'll give I'm not anyone. Do you all remember that? If my arms aren't up and he or he's the only one, why wouldn't you take it and end it? What is the confusion on these endings? I don't I've listened to this it. all day. I don't the uncomfortable get it. Do you understand that? 
What's it going to be, guys? Do you want fucking Vinnie Falcone in front? Do you want me to go and get a conductor that'll sit and ride your asses? Is that what you want? Do you want your jokes? Where's Joe? I tell you, I want the band. Do you understand that? I want the fucking band, okay? There is a lot of loose shit going on, and I am telling you, you guys are on thin ice. All right? I'm telling you right now. And when I fucking move, I slice like a fucking hammer. You've seen it, and I'll do it again. When I tell you the band, you better look and make sure everybody's here when you walk in this room. I will not put up with this shit. You understand that? That's just the fucking way it is. Every one of your fucking checks cash with the amount on it. Do any of your checks bounce? Do y'all get full value on your money? I want full value on your fucking service. Do you hear me? You understand that? You guys have three fucking days to get it together. All of you head of your departments. Okay? The light on top your of checks your life, bounce. Over there on, all the way to the your middle, checks and then bounce. You shut it off. What is that all about? That was a fuck up. That was a fuck up. Yeah. I, if I see that again, you're gone with the rest of them. Is that clear? Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. You you know what? If I was there, I'd just say, put your head on my shoulder. (laughs) Was that one of his hits, right? I'm sure. Was it him? Yeah. That puppy love was one of his hits. And they called it puppy love. It was like his 50s. I'm telling you right now. If he's coming out with my way and he's and he's saying it, in fact, it's 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 Frank and Elvis's song, motherfucker. You just shut up and sing it. I'll come in whenever the fuck I want to. You know what else he wrote? He he wrote that. You know what he got paid for every fucking night of his life? He wrote the instrumental opening for the Tonight Show. How about that royalty? Probably nothing back in those days. Oh, I don't know. That that's when people actually paid for shit. That's when that's that's when advertisers paid. Let's, see, let's, see what it's, let's, let's look up his net worth. Oh, I don't Anybody know how wanted... accurate that is. Yeah, Paul Anka's net worth. What'd you get? Eighty million. Not bad. Here we go. Is that what you got to? So, yeah, 80 mil. There you go. Some say 90, some say 120. Yeah. All right, it's time for Dear Sexy. Dear Abby, we took actual Dear Abby letters from the archives, and we are are saying, what if Kevin was giving uh, the... uh, the uh, the general public advice. I'm really taking week. this serious this week. I don't start seeing like I can't maybe help one soul soul a week. No big cock references, I guess. Well, I mean, if, if it's needed, week. I mean, you if know. it's warranted, they get the eleven saw. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, dear sexy. My son was married last month before the wedding. He asked me if I would contribute financially to the reception. I offered to pay for the drinks, and he and his fiancée seemed appreciative. 
The bride's parents are divorced, but they, too, have each contributed several thousand dollars to the reception. A few days before the wedding, my son informed me that the total cost of the beverage bill comes to nearly $3,000. I wrote a check for that amount. My son's bride told my wife that there would be some extra charges. So I telephoned the accountant at the hotel to get the exact amount. The accountant informed me that there were no extra charges and the total bar bill was less than half the amount I contributed. My son refused to discuss the matter, so I sent the invoice from the hotel to him and his wife two weeks ago. Since then, there has been total silence on their end, and it looks like a cold relationship is developing. My wife says I should forget about the extra $1,700 since they probably needed the money for other expenses. I maintain there's an ethical issue here that shouldn't be swept under the rug. What do you think? Signed, cheated father in Wisconsin. I mean, cheated if he didn't get you know sit down and take a couple of rails. I mean, obviously, that was that other money was the eight ball money. But uh, you know what? If 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 that was my situation, and right. my you know, my my you know, I would just say, I at the end of the night will sit down and write a check right there on the spot like none of this bullshit you know like when 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 it's over with I'm I'm, I'm you but got you already played. got worked they already worked you for 1700 bucks no but they got it was it was 2 weeks afterwards and he came oh dad there was some extra extra shit I would have known because right. I would have I would have sat down with whoever was in charge, got the total, wrote it, and I, I'd have looked right. At him, he said, "Dad, it's seventeen hundred more." I'm like, "Well, but, yeah, whatever the <laughs> fuck." I, 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 our deal was I paid the bar tab. Bar tab got paid. Go fuck yourself. But clearly, this schmuck didn't do that. So, so what does he do now? He's just he, he didn't take enough control early on, so he, he's out the money. Is what we're saying. Correct? That's what you're saying. He needs to fucking deal with it. He didn't sit there and look at the bar bill himself. He took his son and and, and his dirtbag wife's word, and so now he's out the money. Well, I that mean, simple. I, I just Yeah, no Christmas gifts for, you know. But work it off. Maybe the wife can work. Maybe the new daughter-in-law can work it off. She seems complicit in this whole thing. Correct. Because her, because her parent. I don't give a fuck if you're divorced or not. Fucking, it, it ain't the, it ain't the, the groom's job to pay for the shit. Because you know what? I'll bet fucking money the groom didn't go. Honey, when are we gonna sit down and go over the wedding? Honey, when pick, are we gonna sit down? Let's go pick the invitations. Yeah, let's 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 yeah, let's pick the flowers. Let's pick the color scheme. You know what the guy says. What your mom and dad can't pay for it? Let's go to ju- fucking justice. For, just get this shit done. That's what guy says. Nobody want. Nobody wants a fucking what? I didn't. I didn't get. I, remember when me and my wife got married? We just like we're sitting there like going, okay, who are we gonna invite? I've got two hundred and twenty fucking dancers that work at my club that tip me out. So if I if I invite one, I got to invite two hundred and twenty. Did you? Because so, that would have been the best wedding ever. Of course it did, would have been. 
But I, I just looked at it and I said, no, we're not having a, we're not having a wedding. My, my brother's wedding got all fucked up. It was like, it, it caused turmoil for years. And I didn't want to uh, overdo my brother's wedding, who was older than me. So I said to myself, my brother's wedding got fucked up. I'm not going to slide in and have the perfect wedding. So how about this? I'll fucking just, I'll go to the justice. My buddy met us up there. And my, t- my wife and I went up to Smoky Mountains, spent a couple of days up there. I went back to work. She went back to school. And she was okay with that. Yeah. Okay. I think everybody wants to have that 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 wedding, but to me, it's almost the same thing as everybody wants to go to Harvard and fucking put it on, you know, some kind of a, a loan, and then they realize when it, when the time comes, like, oh fuck, I got to pay for this, like. <laughs> Fuck that. What those envelopes are for. Yeah, fuck. Let's take a time out right now and tell everybody what I'm doing in my real life. Save with Conrad.com. That's how I spend my days. Helping people save money. And I would love to help you save some cash as well. We routinely help our podcast listeners save five, six, seven, even eight hundred bucks a month. It's not uncommon for us to help families save more than a thousand dollars a month. But how much money can you save? We can help you do all of that at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Seriously, check out our reviews and our A-plus rating with the BBB at ConradReviews.com or get yourself a quick quote right now at SaveWithConrad.com or call us toll-free, 888-425-0105 or email me directly, Conrad at SaveWithConrad.com. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, Dear Sexy, here's our second letter. Dear Sexy, my daughter is a 19-year-old college sophomore who's studying to become a teacher. Her longtime boyfriend, Arnie, is a 21-year-old part-time student who works and goes to college. He has not chosen a major yet. Sexy, Arnie is a fine young man who loves my daughter, but he doesn't have much direction and hasn't given much thought to the future. He's received little guidance from his parents, who don't seem to care if he graduates from college or not. His siblings went straight, uh, went to work straight out of high school. This concerns me because my husband is a successful businessman, and our family has a very nice lifestyle. We drive new cars, go on nice vacations, and are putting our three children through college. I know if my daughter marries Arnie, they probably will never be able to afford the lifestyle she's accustomed to. Should I express my concerns to my daughter and try to give Arnie some advice or mind my own business? Signed, a loving mom. Number one... How many fucking people know what the fuck they want to do at 21 years old, especially a dude? Number two, if you're worried about your your daughter having the lifestyle, tell her to pick a fucking job besides education. Okay? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Jesus. Go fucking teach her how to dance on a pole. She'll triple her fucking, she'll triple her income and fucking it'll be all cash. Brilliant. It, it, that's that, that's a typical mom trying to micromanage well yeah she's she's going to be a teacher and you're gonna fuck you tell her to get it go go fucking t- 
teach, then go to go to law school. Exactly. You know, be a lawyer. If if you're worried about Arnie not making enough money, maybe fucking now now's the time. Maybe mom, you need to fucking take a fucking gander, see what fucking Arnie's got as a hog. Maybe you could fucking pimp him. Very good. She clearly wants Arnie to be the breadwinner here because there was, you're right, there was no discussion about what her daughter's contribution will be, just uh, the lifestyle she feels her daughter's entitled to. Very good. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, I, I do want to tell you that the biggest Sunday in sports is coming up. All right. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you're going to need. Okay. It's this week. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Um, if you're on Pacific time, of course, uh, that's going to be 3 and 6. To see what prop bet will be boosted, okay, we've already said I I am comfortable at this point saying that I'm going to take the Chiefs, okay? I'm, I'll, so, I'll take, I'll take the Chiefs. Thing? Yeah, yeah. I got to see what I want to parlay it with. I don't know about that over-under. It's scaring me a little bit at 50. But, I, think, uh, I think 50 is good. Yeah, I think, think we can go I, I'm over. just going to put some action on Mahomes. I think, and, uh, and I'm gonna go, Kelsey. I'm gonna, uh, he's got that back. You think he's going to get in the end zone? Is there a week he hasn't gotten in the end zone? I'll pick him as a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, score, yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. The Super Bowl because <laughs> we'll bet it because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going in. Yeah, going down in flames. Well, so that'll be I, my action. I, I hate those fucking. So and so get fifty six yards. If it ain't Barry Sanders, I ain't betting on it. It's just like fuck that. I love them. I I take the player prop bets. Just I think sometimes with an over under or the spread. There's almost those no are, spread on this are, game. It's one and a half as of yeah. But I mean that's that's I either I either bet straight or bet the over under with the straight. Oh, I thought you can say gay. Or, or or fucking over under. Straight. Or pick up, or or pick up the fucking bar tab, cruising. Pick up the drinks for your. For pick your up the drinks. Pick up the drinks and fucking give the money to Arnie. Well, I want everybody else to get in on the action, and DraftKings is the way you're going to do it. You're going to go dra- download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TKNP. The Kevin Nash Podcast. New customers can bet five dollars on Super Bowl Fifty Seven and get two. Hundred in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TKNP. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. Thank you, DraftKings. Kevin, I mentioned earlier that somebody uh, tweeted uh, a question about the... Oh, there it is, Scott. Is that Scott, Scott? My, my, my weekly Scott. Um. Somebody asked me, uh, asked you, I guess, asked us about certain venues. So I thought this would be a good opportunity for me to bring up some of the venues in your uh, first year. I want to actually get a piece of paper here because I'm going to try and see if we can narrow down uh, the shittiest venue that that you've worked in. Um, I'll bring up a a venue. Um, 
tell so me if it, you have a I'll, great. I'll, I'll give it a one. I'll give it an A through through uh, F. A through F, right? A plus through F. And uh, if you have a good anecdote or something, you know, okay. if somebody fell, you know, broke the to- Kamala sat on the toilet and broke it off or something, uh, please do let us know. Um, all right, first, uh, the beginning of the year, I'm taking 95, okay? Your uh, very big title year for you. Um, let's go on January 6th. Let's go up to uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba, the arena. Do you recall yeah. the Winnipeg arena? You used to stay at that hotel that had a strip joint uh, in it. That's very convenient for the wrestling community. Yes, yes. Always a good crowd. I mean, for... I mean, it was January. It was probably minus seventy. Oh, yeah. But uh, but the building itself. Yeah, it just a, a, kind of looks Average. like the uh, kind of like it looks like the Memphis Coliseum. Kind of that same architecture. So, what are we giving this? Uh, give it a C. C. Very good. Um, Green Bay, Wisconsin, the Brown County Arena. The old one back then, fucking, I'll give it a D. When you walked to me, I drove into Green Bay the first time in my life when I was wrestling. I said, I really would like to get something good to eat. She goes, well, Perkins right up the street. Mm. I said, fuck. No wonder Aaron Rodgers is such a dick. <laughs> How about uh, Dallas, Texas Reunion Arena? Oh, God, the old one fucking sucked. I'll give that what a, size was that venue? Because uh, I'm seeing here that it drew, 12, this event drew 3,000. So. 12? It was the old it's Dallas awesome. Mavericks before they, they before they made the uh, American Airlines Arena. But you did, as you left it, go through uh, Daly Plaza. When you to get on the highway, you had to go through Daily Plaza, oh, and I would okay. always stop there. there. I'd always stop, point to the guys in the car, say, "You know what that is? That's the book deposit. There's the there's the fucking grassy knoll." And they and said, always point, "Shut up and pass the joint." They say, "Shut up and give me the fucking seventeen hundred dollars for the fucking bar tab." Um, Reunion Arena, a grade. Uh, see. Okay. Uh, you remember the summit in Houston? That's Joel Olstein's church now. Yes, it is, isn't it? Shithole, give it a D. Okay. Corpus Christi, Texas Memorial Coliseum. Looks like it was wrestled, a superstars wrestled, taping here. Wrestled, I wrestled Owen on that. Um, How the fuck do you remember that? You did. I'm looking at it right now. D. Diesel defeated Owen Hart January 10th, 1995. Because I got a good memory, man. Even with my CTE, Jeez. my stuttering, and my ability to... Your, your cable no. signal's not helping you right now, but... Uh, your Faculties are okay. <laughs> so when we say a D for let, let's let's take a Corpus Christi Memorial Coliseum, right. uh, are we factoring in the like the locker room accommodations, the just overall, just the field parking, you know, 
cleanliness of the urinals. Mm. Like you, when you walk in and, and it's six o'clock and the bathroom looks like it has been cleaned in three weeks, that's <laughs> you know. And I'm sorry, man, but you know, you you got to dump deuces where you can on the road. This isn't, you know, I'm not one of those guys that can wait till he gets to the hotel room. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just like. And I'm OCD, so I gotta fucking take the the, the one fucking uh, gimmick with soap on it, then the uh, clean, clean the seat with soap, and then you know, it's D. <laughs> well, if you're following like, you know, Mabel. No. Yeah. Oh, and then you always got the guys with the one. Like I said with the one inch one inch hose that decides he he can't piss. In the urinal, because back in those days, you didn't have the fucking, you know, the, the wall between the urinals. So, God forbid, you know. Someone saw you. Smackle. Yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody saw your one-inch cock because you were going to, you know. Uh, a bunch of fucking shit. Just unbelievable. How I lived that New life. is <laughs> How I lived that life. Yeah. <laughs> um. You, you well, what was you, worse, a basketball locker room or, or a wrestling locker room? But, well, basketball was it was like it was always much cooler. Number one, everybody back in those days, everybody wore a jock strap, so you know there was no meat gazing going on because everybody's shit was fucking was packed down. So packed up. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. New Haven Coliseum. Like a, like a fucking moth that hit your fucking headlight. Uh, which one, New Haven? New Haven Coliseum, Connecticut, yes. Uh, this is the Arena Vince, actually, back in the 80s, uh, purchased. Uh, yeah, this is the one that kids stole the beer out of, so we'll give it a C. He was actually able to hop a fence and get a couple cases of beer after the matches were over. Take me to Uniondale, Nassau Coliseum. It was, you know, I always liked it because um, it, it was gritty, you know. I like the rodeo right next to it. It was, it was yeah. a nice touch. Yeah, for I, the... I, I'll, I'll give Nassau a C. It was older. Okay. They hadn't been redone yet. Right. Plus, Dr. J, you know, Dr. J played there, so gotta, uh-huh. gotta, just points on that alone. Meadowlands Arena, East Rutherford, New Jersey. That was my spot as a kid. That's, I liked it. That's where that was, that was I decent. Attended. That's where the uh, where, where the, the 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 Nets played uh, before before uh, they uh, Brooklyn. The yeah, yeah. And uh, so a grade. We'll give that a C. Madison Square Garden. A B, parking F. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, parking F. So I guess I'm going to have to give it a C- minus for overall. And before they redid it, you couldn't get a cup of coffee in that motherfucker to save your life. Why? I guess it was Union. It cost 35 bucks. I don't know. <laughs> it just fucking sucked. You couldn't get a cup of coffee. I, I might... Uh, yeah, uh, 
Walking around and seeing Elton John's picture on the wall and all that. Yeah, yeah, great, great. Then I came back and they redid it, and it was like I couldn't even, you couldn't find it. It used to just be a round fucking rotunda, and you'd walk around it, and the locker rooms yeah. were the shits. Then they they redid it, and it was just like, holy shit. Oh, really? Yeah. But at this was, time, 95, was it still? No, 95 was shits. Okay. That's why they uh, the so Sun Dome in Tampa. Teams. Sun Dome. Uh... Kind of a cool building, um, small. Back then, anytime you were in Florida was 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 chill because you got decent weather. Um, mm-hmm. We had the we had, a, we had me and Brett had a rumble match there. This is the one. This is uh, Royal yeah. Rumble '95. Yeah, we had a, you, a rumble uh, match there. Go about a half I, hour I, and uh, I like draw. it. I'll give it a I'll give it a B. Ah. Uh. Palmetto, Florida, the Manatee Civic Center, for Christ's sake. Small. Don't know that I've ever heard of this building. It's like it, look, it looks it's almost like it's it's small as fuck. It's it's a D. They got a D match, I know that. You were with uh what did you do here? Oh, you pinned uh Jeff. Who was a sub for Backland? He was supposed to be uh, with Backland, and they, uh, I guess, a return. Is this a taping? This is a Monday Night so. Raw taping. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. God. At a what, small what, house like that, huh? What? what how many? What does, it, does it have the house? Well, on this it? says a heavily papered twenty five hundred. Yeah, that was a shithole. West Palm, the auditorium. God, all these buildings suck. Um, see, <laughs> I don't think we ran, did. We run one where there was. This was a superstars taping. Yeah, I think you just did a. I don't think you wrestled. I think you did a promo or something. Probably had a dark uh, match. Fort Myers, the uh, Lee Civic Center. That was horrible because you couldn't do a running because you couldn't see the ring from the. Entrance door, um, just a, it was a, a box. It was just a. It, 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 it was Erie, Pennsylvania, moved to Fort Myers. <laughs> now, in these buildings like this, where do you put twenty five wrestlers in a, in a locker room? I mean, I was mean, there it, were there like proper locker room facilities in these buildings? Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of like they they set them up for hockey and basketball, and you just have those little. You know, they're like the width of my shoulders with a, a stool in it, and you fucking put your clothes in your bag, and you just get, you know. Okay. There's Nothing no attempt pl- in 95 to keep heels and baby faces separated, right? Um, no, I don't think so. Not at TV tapings, because we're, we're, we're in a protected area. Because if somebody would walk into the locker room that was, you know, You'd hear, K-Fabe! See a bunch of guys' heads come up. Even in 95. <laughs> yeah. Baltimore Arena. I always dug Baltimore Arena. Locker rooms were, they were okay. There was like a, a row at the, the, where the uh, stage was 
behind that, there was a row of lockers. It was nice. Um, I had a, a picture in my in my my bedroom when I was a kid of Elvin Hayes shooting a jump shot from the corner of the Baltimore Arena when they were the Baltimore Bullets, and you mm. can see the they sta- were shooting on the stage end. So like that, I remember the first time I walked in there, but. The fucking the the Baltimore the the Maryland Commission, oh Jesus! I mean they they, gave, they they did everything except give you a pap smear. Really? Oh, pains in the ass. You couldn't get color. Taking it seriously in '95. Yeah. When everyone but them knows all, it's a all, work. All those all those commission states. It was boxing and wrestling, like it's the two two of the same. What would you give Baltimore for a grade? I'd give it a C. All right. Where are you next? Uh, Montreal I Forum. La- I, had my, I had my last WWE match. My ladder match with, with Triple H was at the Baltimore Arena. Hmm. Imagine, ma- imagine when I found out that you're going to have a ladder match. Um, you're 55. Your knees don't work. <laughs> And you can't get color. So there's no fucking smoke and mirrors. There's not shit. Have a nice day. Should have opted for a, uh, you know, false count anywhere or something. Uh, yeah, tables, ladders, and chairs. How about Montreal? Season. Montreal Forum? The old one or the new one? The old, well, they, I, even the old, been the old. The old, the old one, I like the old one. The old one. I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm an original six guy anyway. With when it goes to hockey, so I I always liked the old the old forum crowds were. I love Montreal. That's one of my favorite cities in the world, and um, I, I I loved both the, both the forums. The, uh, okay. the I think the elimination chamber is in Montreal. No, is it okay? The, so the, that the, uh, the next, so some the of the history, the Habs. Some the, of the yeah, history. The, yeah. What would you give it? The the rocket. Uh, I'll give it a four. A letter. Oh, a a, a B. A B. Okay. Oh, let's see. Oh, apparently there was a very bad snowstorm this year. Boston was canceled. Portland was canceled. Fall River, Providence, Connecticut, and Worcester, all canceled. We got stuck up in Montreal. So here's the story. We got stuck up in Montreal. We're in a, we're in a hotel room, and there was a strip joint right up the street from the hotel. So we get all the dancers to come Isn't back. There we're always. all par- we're, yeah, we're, we're all partying in the in the in the thing. And so Sean talks to Vince. I talk to Vince. Scott talks to Vince. And uh, kid Sean Waltman talks to Vince. He goes, "Hold on, somebody wants to talk to you." Hello, Mr. McMahon. It's one of the dancers. Cheeky? Oh, oh, oh. It was one of the dancers, you know. With, Sounded with, like with Cheek. The, well, I, 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 my, my brain wasn't ready to do a French girl. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still pissed off at Paul Anka. So, uh, fucking tool. So, um, he says, put Sean back on. <coughs> D, can you hear me? I'm like, we're, we're both like this on the phone. He goes, 
you guys need to get to Boston. What? You guys need to get to Boston. They fucking took us. We got in our got our bags. Cab picked us up. Sean and I were in the engine of the fucking train going to Boston. Like we're actually in the engine. Oh, like sent where, where the train. He, he sent us by train. We had, we had a sleeper car, and we so we so we we had beer. I think we had like a case of beer, and we ate a couple of fried steaks in the dining car. And then they stopped to do something, so we said, "Let us." You know, I wanted to get. I've never been in it in the you know the engine before, and so we're in the engine, and it, it's kind of cool because that with that big light, with it was snowing like fuck. And uh, I went to uh, the Celtics game and got hammered, and Sean had to do something in Sanford. But they got us out of there. The rest of the boys got to have fun. We got fucking kiboshed. Excellent. Amazing you remember the, such detail. Hey, guys. Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Need to call a timeout real quick here. I wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling my world listeners for a while now. It's about all the incredible things happening over on adfreeshows.com. Looking for classic Royal Rumble content? Adfree Shows has you covered. First up, honorary DX member Kurt Angle watches back his favorite match of all time against Chris Benoit at Royal Rumble 2003. It wasn't real smooth. This was a choppy match. It was like we were working for moves. We were working for holds. It wasn't like it was really a clean match, but that's what made it so good. It was ugly, and it was choppy, and, and you know, it wasn't like a... A smooth move that you do all, you know, nice and clean all the way through, or a smooth spot. This match was like gritty, and that's what yes. I love most about it. It was more of a fight than it was a wrestling match. For the first time ever, JR watches back the final WWF pay per view before he joined the company, the 1993 Royal Rumble, which featured many Hall of Famers and, well, Virgil. All right, next up, we got the man, the myth, the legend, JR. One and only Virgil. There he comes. The meat sauce, the lonely uh, autograph table, the whole deal. That's him. Vir- Virgil's not known for many things. One of them, though, is his penis. Allegedly. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be this Royal Rumble experience, but <laughs> I could be wrong. If you're looking for interactive experiences, Ad-Free Show's members joined Hacksaw Jim Duggan Live, 35 years to the day of his historic win at the very first Royal Rumble. In wrestling, I was going way back as a kid. I live in upstate New York, up by Vermont. My dad would bring me and my sisters to Madison Square Garden to watch uh, the circus. So I can only imagine uh, bring my dad, who was my best man, to pull up in front of Madison Square Garden and see Hacksaw Duggan versus Andre the Giant. Hey, that's just a small taste of what AdFree Shows has waiting for you, including a brand new perk, getting to join in on the live recordings of the shows with four levels to choose from. See for yourself why AdFree Shows is the best value in wrestling today sign up now at adfreeshows.com that's right sign up today at adfreeshows.com uh philly spectrum shit oh really huh yeah. tell me why 
locker dirty, rooms. Old, yeah, oh, just old. Go. That's a D. It sounds like. Eh. Just because it's the spectrum and the people were such assholes, I'll give it a C. Okay. Cincinnati, Ohio, Cincinnati Gardens. Oh God, old school, light over the top of the ring, big fucking. I, I give that a, a A. An A. Yes, Cincinnati Gardens was like going back to 1950 in wrestling. For the vibe. The vibe was just fucking unbelievable. Could you get a cup of coffee there? Yeah. Okay. Um, the Palace and, at Auburn and, and, Hills. And a little puppy love. I always liked, I always liked Auburn Hills because um, I got to, number, number one, I got to see my, my, my family. But um, that was a newer building at that time. And um, good locker rooms, spacious, clean. You know, NBA, you know, NBA, you know. Of course, yeah. The, Were any of the any of the Pistons wrestling fans like did uh did you get No, I remember they because we run the same time, you know, that time of year they're on oh, the road true. too, so yeah. yeah, last thing they want to do is come fucking to Auburn Hills and get fucked with. Macon, Georgia, the uh Coliseum. I think probably when little Richard was there was probably a nice building, but Jesus it I don't I don't think they did any I don't even think they painted it since then. I'll give that a D. Go fuck itself. What did you give the palace? We need to give that a grade. Uh, I'll give it a B. Okay. All right. And let's see. Get into some obscure ones now. Like the uh, we North on Charleston. Oh, the Charlotte Coliseum in South Carolina. This isn't North Charleston, South Carolina, Charlotte no, Coliseum. No, it's the North Charleston it's it's North Charleston Coliseum. Okay. It's, a, it's the one that's kind of out in the hood. Uh, it's all right. It's in a, just another square. Looks like a hockey rink. I'll give it a C. Uh, Market Square Arena in Indy. Kind of a cool building. It was big. Um, I think we actually used to have to partition that off with a big curtain. Uh, that was the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Yes. Of the ABA, that was their home, home. Didn't they do that with the palace with the big curtain, too? No. In Auburn Hill? No, okay. No. For some reason I'm seeing that. That was the, um, the, when they used to use the uh, Pontiac Silverdome. Ah, that's it, the Silverdome. The football, it was like a, yeah. 80,000 seats or whatever. Yeah. So what would you give Market Square Arena? Did you like that? Uh, yeah, I'll give it a B. Okay. Chicago, the United Center. A. Scott and I were the first. That was the SummerSlam was the first uh, event in that building in the United Center. On this night, you wrestle Bam Bam. Um, so okay, so it was a newer building, so that obviously yeah, nice it was, accommodations it was, and yeah, all it was brand new. You mentioned this earlier, uh, Val Valparaiso, Indiana, yeah. the athletics. I was center. on the way. I was on the way home, out to the air. Yeah, that was uh, same as it was just. It was, it was a smaller college basketball arena that just you couldn't turn the lights off. Got it. 
Portland, Maine, Cumberland County Civic Center. Kind of a dive. Give it a D. All right. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona, America West Arena. I'll give it a B. They still use that. Suns still use that. Right. Well, it was. It must have been new at that time, right? Uh, yeah, it was newer. Yeah. 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 Anaheim, Arrowhead Pond, another newer building. That was a time, newer right? building. Um, give it a B. Yeah, very good. Fresno. I don't know the name of the building. I just had to. That's see. just a, a, that's a square building on Fresno State. Uh, what do we have there? Did we have a rumble there or something? Yeah, you might have. It's we did it one size. time. This, this was nine thousand. This particular event, uh, you and Razor beat Sean and Jeff. Grade for Fresno. Uh, nine thousand. Should I'll give it a B? There's a big one. Uh, Maple Leaf Gardens, Toronto. This was the old brown building. Fucking brutal. With the I'll ramp, a, right? I'll give it a D. Look, look like fucking some place that would sell pretzels. Like a pretzel factory is what it looked like when you pulled up to it. I was never How so How about the Joe in disapp- Detroit? Uh, uh, I'll give that a B. That wasn't an old uh, broken down at that uh, point in time? Yeah, you know, but it was always, uh, the crowds were always good. It was just, energy was good. That was like Rosemont, you know. like Rosemont Horizon, you could, you, yeah. R- Rose, Rosemont in Chicago was the building you wanted to wrestle in. You know, you, didn't want to re- you wanted to wrestle in the Joe. You didn't want to wrestle in Auburn Hills. Gotcha. Landover, Maryland? God, that's when Brett and I had the Survivor Series there. Um, I think it's called U.S. Air at this time. Yeah, U.S. Air Arena. C. Cleveland Gund Arena. Gun was not. That was brand new. That was. An, I'll give that a, a B plus. Great locker rooms. Poughkeepsie, remember the Mid Hudson Civic Center? Yeah, I'll give it a C. Um, no, they didn't have a, a real locker room, right? No, they had upstairs. They had one shower, <laughs> one pi- one pisser, oh, and, one, one pisser, one shitter combo, and you had like forty guys for TV. <laughs> yeah, that was a raw. Yeah, that was uh. fucking. Uh. All right, we we have a lot here, so let me uh, yeah. let me go down my list here, and here's what we've compiled. You didn't give anything an F, so obviously, either well, the uh, the buildings they were running were obviously uh, up to par enough. F's pretty hard. F would be you know one of those Brooklyn UAWs where the uh, or fucking American Legion places that don't have showers, those get Fs. But 
There was a, uh, I remember one time at WCW, we ran a, uh, in Starkville, Mississippi, we ran a rodeo uh, facility. The ring was uh, on the dirt in the middle of the fucking, oh. you know, and you walked on pallets, wooden pallets, out to the fucking ring. And when you came back, there was a two by four that was like six and a half feet above the ground. It had a, a V cut in it and a garden hose duct taped. And that was the shower. For a and shower. They had, and then on the table, they had bottles of rubbing alcohol and um, rolls of paper towels. And you could you would rinse yourself off and then throw the rubbing alcohol on you to, to get this, the sludge off you and then dry yourself with the paper towels. What city was this? Uh, Starkville, Mississippi. Wow. We also, there was one also in New Mexico like that. Mm. What was that fucking payday? I'm sure it was worth it. Uh, I'm sure it was. You know, I didn't ask you uh, the Boston Garden. I, I can't. Uh, the old, the that. old one. I mean, the old one. Just because. See, I, it's hard for me to, to, to diss something when you're a basketball fan and you're in the Garden. Right, it has history. You know, sure. but at the same time, motherfucker, man, it's 140 degrees in those <laughs> locker rooms. Exactly. Yeah, it was brutal. It was a so shithole. Average out to like a B, maybe. I give it a fucking C minus. Okay. Plus so it had that old it had that old wooden ramp up to it. Remember that? In the back there was this wooden ramp that looked like Oh the entrance. Uh, uh, yeah. The, the rear the, entrance. The, for, yes. for the for the for for the boys. And mm-hmm. when it snowed, it was kinda of fucking steep. And if you had your fucking cowboy boots on trying to fucking have a little fever going. You could fucking take a spill. Right. So, fuck that place. So, <laughs> so I have a lot of D's. Again, no F's. Uh, so our our D's were the Green Bay, uh, Brown, Broome County, uh, whatever the hell, the Summit, uh, Corpus Christi Memorial, uh, Palmetto, Florida. Fort Myers, Lee Civic Center, uh, Macon, Georgia Coliseum, Portland, Maine, Cumberland County, was that? No, Bangor, Maine would have got a B because that was cool because it had like one side, like like a normal side, like a, like a high school, and then the other side went like to the fucking rafters. There's probably like 4,500 people on one side that went the rafters. The, Bleachers went way up. So that was kind of a cooler building. Bangor, Maine was a cool building. And then the other side was, was less fans? Like, it, yeah. Like, and Lewistown, was, that was always a cool building because that's where Clay and uh, Liston fought when nobody uh, would take the fight. It was the yeah. same as with the old Miami Convention Center. Like some of those older buildings, man, would have history and they'd have fight history so they'd be cool. Yeah, a lot of them were just old shitholes that you just went. But you overlooked that to say this is where Ali fought, right? And and you're yeah, that's I mean, like, standing it, in the it, ring with it, the same point of view it, that and, he had. Yeah, and that was always that was always the thing, you know. 
that if it was a if it was a fighting uh, arena, it just you know it just I don't know, it just it just had, it had that aura to it. Yeah, you knew somebody spilled some blood in that motherfucker. Exactly. So the, you gave two A's. Um, the Chicago United Center, which was new at the time, and Cincinnati Gardens. That got your A's. Two, yeah. two completely different buildings. I think the Cincinnati Gardens might be torn down. Steve, is, this, is it torn down? Somebody told me they tore the Cincinnati the Gardens down. The other one that was kind of cool was that, uh, can, well, it was the Louisville Gardens. And they were they were trying to redo that, but Ali fought there. Mm-hmm. Very good. The uh, I was uh, I gotta I gotta find pictures of that of that venue in Mississippi. Uh, fuck. Anyone's got home video on YouTube? Got to see what that setup was. Torn down in uh, uh, March 2018. Demolition began with the crews. Bill Eady? Fucking Barry Darso on the crew? Uh, all these fucking great buildings, man. man. All these historic buildings get, get fucking torn down. When I, used to drive to my, when I used to drive to my uncle's house in uh, Kentucky, we would always drive by Old Crosby Field. That's where the Reds played. And you could see it from the interstate. I don't even know if fucking... If, it might not... It, it might have been fucking... Uh, uh, Telegraph Road, uh, US twenty four, that went by it, because I don't know, I don't think I seventy five was done at this time. But you could see, I remember going by one one night, and the Reds were actually playing, and Crosby Field was like the like those old fields that all of the uh, it looked like a minor league uh, field where all the uh, outfield walls had ads on them and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was cool though. I mean, it was Major League Park, but just the fact that it was the Reds. Yeah, and I love old buildings and stuff, and and uh, yeah, and I hate when they when they tear that shit down, man. It's just... Me too. I wish I could have hit more of those. Uh, well, you had you're in the perfect profession to be able to do that, obviously. And yeah, I hit a lot of all the other sports yeah. and where championships were won, and just to stand in the Boston Garden, my God, must have been. Well, you know, and I've told this story before, but I don't know if I have it on the show, but they, they, they came to us, and I was wrestling Sid, and they said, uh, hey, would you guys like to go on last? And Sid's like, hell no, man, I want to get the fuck out of here. I said, no, man, I, I want to go on last, because we were the last wrestling match ever to go on in the old Boston Garden. It was me versus Sid. Oh. I said, no, man, this is, like, this is everybody that's been anybody in our business has wrestled in, in the Boston Garden. And we're going to be the last two? I said, no, I'll take that as long as I can be the first one eliminated in the elimination chamber. <laughs> Fucking shit worked out. Listen, the wait is over. Quality steak is here. Free shipping, Period. Quality steak, free shipping. Backyard Butchers restaurant quality steak boxes are now available online. I got mine. Kev got his. I, I devoured mine. My opening. <laughs> yeah, it didn't stand a damn chance. Uh, great steakhouse quality 
bulk meat specials responsibly sourced from America Farms. Okay, delivered right to your door. And right now, for a limited time, Backyard Butchers is offering our listeners 15% off, free shipping, and four free ribeyes for life with every subscription. Imagine open a, opening up a box of high-quality steak, being able to recreate the steakhouse experience right there in your backyard, on your grill, wherever you cook. Um, that's exactly what's going to happen when you order from Backyard Butchers, okay? Um, I cooked the fillets right away, first day I got them. Family loved them. They're great, great quality. Cut out the middleman, grocery stores. Uh, you're getting responsibly sourced 100% American beef, pork, and chicken sourced from farms all across the heartland of America. It comes fresh, safely packed, ice packed, delivered to your door in an eco-friendly insulated box. Their boxes and packing are specially designed to keep your meat within the optimal temperature range. They know what the hell they're doing. No memberships or subscriptions are necessary, but if you do choose to subscribe, you can cancel anytime. Try them once. You're going to want to subscribe, okay? You're going to want to reorder. Um, the taste, the quality, the ease of ordering, it's what makes Backyard Butchers stand out. Remember, for a limited time, they're offering listeners of this podcast a special introductory deal. That's 15% off, free shipping, and four free rib eyes for life. How do you do it? This is how you do it. You're going to visit BackyardButchers.com. You're going to use promo code CLICK, K-L-I-Q. You're going to get 15% off free shipping and four free ribeyes for life. That's BackyardButchers.com, promo code CLICK. Thank you, Backyard Butchers. All right, we're back. Click this, the Kevin Nash podcast. Uh, we promise you an audience with Kevin every week. Doesn't talk to many people. I had somebody ask me today, hey, would Kev be willing to go on this uh, this podcast? It's a movie podcast and talk about uh, Magic Mike. I said he's probably not going to. He didn't even call Adam Carolla back when his agent offered him. He said, if you want to hear me speak, this is where you hear me speak. And No, but and Adam Carolla went. Adam Carolla went. We don't have a lot in common anymore. No, I know, but. You know, the high-profile gig is what I'm saying. And, uh, you know, oh, fans, you yeah. should feel lucky that Kevin chooses like to give, talk to like, you. Like, like I get to Fox. David Parker, at any point after WWE purchased WCW, was bringing the click together as an on-screen faction ever discussed. Seeing the click turn on the rest of DX and NWO members and get the band back together and dominate would have just been too sweet. Anyone propose that? No, I was too busy tearing my quad. So no discussion of that. I've always thought that that would have been that was money. Yeah, I think so. Fernam Schnavitz the third. I watched the Rumble. The most impressive guy I've seen for years is Bobby Lashley. How is he not the guy? Guy's a beast. Your thoughts. He just I, I love Bobby's sweetheart. He just always seems to be missing something. I don't know what it is. It's just the promo? Maybe I, I I just don't I think he comes across to me like he's a, he's a, he is a nice guy. He's not a killer. Bobby Lashley is ah, not a right. killer. 
You know, he's a nice fucking guy. And where Brock Lesnar, who's a nice guy, he he just has that something in him that danger. Yeah. Like Bobby, Bobby Lashley would, would if you said please have had enough, I think Bobby would stop. I think Brock <laughs> would stop would stop you two more times. Right. Ryan from the gym. Hey, is there a click this recommended colostrum brand? Thanks. Um, he's, uh, he's scrolling okay. uh, to some of right, Amazon's so, choices. I, I, can we look up, I think it's called Armada, A-R-M-A-D-A. Can we look that up? That's what I take. That's that orange drink that I always have. It's in this thing I'm drinking right now. Someone asked about that too. I don't. I don't know if I have a question here, but what the exact drink was. So that's Armada. It's called Armada. It's a, It's on. It's. I know it's on Instagram. It's a little pricey, but it. it it's made my hair grow. My skin's gotten better. I've added almost good an skin. I have to take this the Armada. I, I, yeah, I've almost added an inch and a half to my shaft. Oh, nice. Well, I don't. I can't be that. That would get me at sixteen and a half, and I can't do that. Yeah. Um, Nicola. If she's one, one of those circus the the guy that blows the blows the fucking uh, gimmick to tie the, you'll have to use that as a condom. Nicola. <laughs> In one of your earlier shows, you said your neighbor was building a fence. Has he finished yet? <laughs> Fuck no. He's a he turned out man to be a great guy. I mean, he's Good. a great guy. He's a northeasterner. Fucking, he's 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 the shit, man. He he he's got it pretty much done. But it's it's like. I should. I'll, I'll take a picture. And... I was going to say he wouldn't. Would he appreciate if we did like a every week a photo update of how far the fence has gone? Oh, so, so my, my my wife and her girlfriend walked along the beach today, and I haven't done it in a while because it's so depressing. My wife said like even more of the houses are falling in the ocean. Now, each, yeah, because because the supports are gone. And yeah, and every day the fucking tide comes in and takes more sand out, and, and my, you know, they've taken down like they they back, you know, they they bring shit. Like there's a couple of houses they've just torn down, and I don't see how you can rebuild because you have to have so much of a setback, and everybody on the ocean lost about forty feet of their lot. Yeah, yeah. So looks like fucking. Uh, it just, it's, man, it's so fucking depressing. And it's just like, you just see people's clothes on hangers, like laying in the sand, and ugh. I'm just like, man, if that was me, I'd probably stick it now. Never mind. You probably want <laughs> Oh, fuck, don't Uh, okay. Uh, oh, I probably stick probably stick a thermometer in my mouth to make sure my my temperature, temperature wasn't man. going too high because I want to live to one hundred and ninety one years old. 
look like Paul Inca and still be a cocksucker. O-I-F-I-I-O-I-F-O-7-VET. Is, the, is this a code, like, for... Is this a military thing? I was trying to figure out his... Uh, what is this? His thing up there. It says O-9-VET. I didn't know if it was a military... His name. Uh, I didn't... Uh, I didn't know what it was. Anyway, uh, he said he created a Twitter account just to participate in Ask Nash. I tried using the hashtag on other platforms, blah, blah, blah. So Vince's music plays, except it's spoken in Arabic. He walks out in full Muslim guard doing the billionaire strut. Best heel 2023? Listen, vet, you have, you have no idea what you didn't see a few weeks ago, okay? Yeah. I had McMahon as the best heel of 2023. I, and I had and I had myself fucking asking, to, asking, get... asking Tony Khan if I could st- stop by the next taping in the Jacksonville area. <laughs> Jesus, check Fuck. on those royalties. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Heidi, I was wondering. If you could uh, do a segment, add a segment to the podcast, something like Suggestions from Big Sexy, where Kev gives either a movie, book, album, match, or song to check out each week. Let's kick it off right now for Heidi. Give us one recommendation that we have to do this week, movie, book, song, whatever. Um, I'm going to give you a couple. So last night I watched the Pam Anderson uh, autobiography on Netflix, or biography or whatever. Mm-hmm. Really fucking sad. I mean, really sad. Just um, so that's one thing. I just finished watching Breaking Bad. Excellent, mm-hmm. and I I'd never watched El Camino, which is the follow up. So I watched El Camino. That was good, um, yeah. Yeah. White Lotus. I highly recommend both seasons one and both two of seasons. White Lotus. Um, music. Let me think. I, I don't know if you listen to Sade. Do you listen to Sade? She just turned 63. Me, I know who she is. I'm, she's a smooth operator, I'll tell you that, for Christ's sake. Yeah. <laughs> I saw her at the Fox Theater. This girl brought me. She said, I want you to go see Sade. I'm like, yeah, I'm a fan. At the end of the night, man, I just like, she's like, let's go back. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm going to go home and jerk to Sade. <laughs> if I can work yourself out of some dick, baby. Let that be a lesson to any women looking to take their boyfriend yeah. to see Sade. Don't do it. I don't care if she's 62, 63, whatever she is. She's still. She went so to those prison. Shot yeah, she went, she, 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 prison. She went to prison. Didn't she stab her boyfriend or some shit? Steve, can oh, we? That's yeah, kind of yeah, Wesley, that, that's love making me. He knows. Wesley knows. Yes. Diamond mine. Um, this is no. Ordinary. Ordinary that was her, right? Yeah. Listen to us. You I'm getting amorous. Me I have to get off the, the air here. Sweet go somewhere. Uh, can we look up that Ch- didn't Chardé, Chardé do uh, some kind of a uh, passion uh, Let's see. crime? Chardé, uh, jail. Passion crime. 
<sighs> Arrest warrant issued for Sade in Jamaica after she missed a hearing. Oh, reckless driving. Yeah. Uh, I thought she had. A, I thought she had something she did with a, you know, like a lover's quarrel. Okay, okay she, yeah. Let's see. Sade. I thought she, I thought she stabbed. Stabbed Paul Anka. No, this is someone else. I'm show. saying everybody's saying they don't say anything. Yeah, I'm seeing some reckless driving, but uh, oh, God, that's I think about that's... it. Oh, I know what it was. Fuck, I didn't press charges. I wouldn't give her any dick, and she stabbed me. That's what it was. <laughs> My bad. At the C- concert, you just left with the broad. Yeah, you didn't... C- CTE. Oh, well, at least uh, we got some recommendations there from Kevin. Let me remind everyone that Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with Podcast T, created by Tristan Ash, Kevin Ash, and Sean Oliver, producer Steve Kaufman, graphics by Dominic D'Angelo, title sequence and audio edit by Wesley Burleson, theme song, Dale Oliver, technical research by Tristan Ash, copyright 2023, Butch and Sundance Media. Kev, want to do another one? We have to because uh, we have to fix your camera. My God, it's frozen. And you turned into me the first five weeks of the show. Well, I, I don't know why. It's not you. It's it's Spectrum. But what was your reason to do it? To do it? I said we have to do another one because... I haven't found any documents there yet. Oh, so anyway, so when this when this ends and it says 4T, that song is, um, that's Tristan singing. And it's... Um, right, I didn't know what it was called. A lot of people it's, were it, asking. It's, so, it, it's Sophia. And what okay. it is, is he, he wrote it, and it's, Sophia is, uh, both he and I are huge uh, Vanilla Sky fans, and Sophia was, if you remember, that was Cruz's, uh, the girl, uh, what's her name? She was in Blow. Penelope she Cruz. The, yeah, Penelope Cruz. I, did, I can't say Cruz because Tom Cruz is in the fucking movie. But uh, it's Penelope Cruz's name, and um, so that's where he sang it from. There you go, guys. There's the info. I, 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 the I builders, never, I, Sophia. Yeah, the builders. I never get. To, I never get to hear it. So it's like I, I actually watched the show the other night, and I guess to hear it, it was nice to. We're good, huh? We 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 were entertaining, weren't we? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought we were entertaining, and there wasn't a bunch of. I, I don't know where, if you do this. If you say, I, you know, I'm not sure. That's not stuttering. Do do something with 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 that. That's stuttering. All right, you stupid motherfuckers. Fuckers. But for the rest of you that love us, we love you back.